This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. We are digressing. They're, they're holding us back. They're I scared. Know. I think they are. I don't understand it still, but they tried to explain it, but I they don't understand no, it. They have no <laughs> reasoning. Whenever you guys are ready. All right. Welcome to another episode of Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by K1 Speed. I'm your host, Jonathan Davis, and of course, we have the wonderful Justin Algar right here with us. Hello, 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 everyone. Today, we're sitting in the Ogie's office studio. Wonderful, wonderful to be here after a good weekend. I think everybody here at Junior Motorsports would say. Well, here's my thing, is that we got the weekend in, yeah, and it didn't rain. Everybody I talked to was all doom and gloom. There was no yes. chance we were going to get the races in, any of them all weekend, and we guess what? Everybody raced on schedule. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was going to be a, what, Monday triple header everybody planned? I mean, that's what I was told. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was, it turned out to be beautiful. Yeah. It was some uh, very good, very good. <laughs> My beard is scratching <laughs> on the microphone. Uh, probably, so probably means it's time to shorten it up. Keep throwing that out there. Anyways, go ahead. Do we, uh... I, I know it, Richmond, you didn't want to touch on the, the elephant in the room, but I'm going to touch on it this week. Uh, we had a great race truck. Cole did an awesome job. Uh, had a great pit stop, came out second. Got the lead on a restart. And ten laps later, the call came down from upstairs that we jumped the restart. So that was a very interesting topic because I was actually on MRN uh, helping them commentate the race, which was awesome, by the way. And it it was interesting to watch because obviously you know the call was quite a bit later and, and I actually asked for some clarification on that on, on Saturday before our race because I felt like it was a long time and so the answer that I got and we, we can go in and we can discuss the <laughs> the jumping of the penalty later or the jumping of the restart later but um, the answer that I got was that actually technically it was still under review they were going through all the tapes going through all the data that they have to go through and the caution came out. Therefore, he was saved by the bell, if you will. He was saved by the caution. Oh, yeah. I mean, it saved our day a lot. but Yeah. It still had to go to the back. Yep. You know, obviously, which which really hurts, especially at a place like Dover where it is hard to pass. Um, but the answer that I got was, had they made the call literally 30 seconds before they did, and he would have had to come down pit road, it would have been under green, not under yellow. So, We'd technically, two laps, two laps at least. Yeah. So, technically... It worked out the best that it could. However, there's still some, there's still some, some gray some area hurting. Yeah, there, there's some grieving on this Monday, Tuesday, whatever day it is today. I, I asked, you know, NASCAR has officials walking pit road. Our official came and told us that we had to go to the back of the pack, and I, I asked him for some clarification. He said, "You jumped the restart." I said, "I get that, but where? What? What did we do wrong?" The driver's asking for clarification so he does not make the same mistake again. And they could never really give us any clarification. The TV replayed it. We never beat the leader to either one of the restart box lines. We did, however, beat him to the start-finish line. But I don't go to the driver's meeting, but what Cole explained to me is they tell you in the driver's meeting that you can beat the leader to the line on a restart, but not on the actual start of the, the race. The initial start of the race, the leader has to come to the start-finish line. Well, we can we can transfer that into Saturday if we want to because Elliot yeah. Sadler, our teammate, uh, in one of the heat races, actually started on the front row and beat the leader to the start finish line on an initial start. Yep. Big no no. They made him pit. They had a speeding penalty. Oh, yeah. On the penalty. 
bed the worst. I mean, literally went three laps down before the race even started. So, you know, it, it, it there's a lot of fine lines and gray areas and, and judgment. And I think that that's the hardest part. Yeah. There's not always clarification on judgment. And I think for us, that's the frustrating part is, is that it's up to whoever is calling, calling it that day. You know, yeah. so it, it definitely makes it tough. And I think from, from a standpoint, too, of coming all the way back, having a good finish, making some incredible outside restarts. I mean, we talked about it on the radio booth. We saw the TV guys grabbing their head. You know, I mean, like everybody up in the tower was was yeah definitely all in. So I mean, it was it was cool to watch them come through the field, but but it still it's still so it, it it really did hurt. It hurt a bunch there because it is so hard to pass. Yeah, you know those first two laps after a restart, you got to get it, and yep. then everybody kind of falls in, and it showed right there. When we did take the lead, we ran from the field, you know, ran about a tenth, maybe so, faster than the, the other guys, and then, you know, thought we were, had a pretty good truck, and the track didn't really change that much. We got back in dirty air and really couldn't go anywhere. Well, another example of that's William Byron. I mean, yeah. absolutely dominated the first half of the race. Absolutely. Got, you know, stuck back in traffic a little bit, and, and I mean, they were in trouble. Yeah. There, were, there were times where you could literally tell he was doing everything he could to hold on to his truck. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's it is crazy. You know, our our um, our races were kind of the same way. You know, you you get back in the pack and and the car just doesn't handle like you like you wanted it to. It's just miserable, and and I think that that's you know, unfortunately, that's that's how things work. Yeah. Um. You know, the the Sprint Cup series, they're obviously doing a lot of things to try and combat that. Uh. You know, this weekend at the All Star Race, a new complete package for those guys. No no skew no toe. No pans, no radio, no air, no fans. I mean, they literally have taken all, all of, <laughs> of the 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 gray area. <laughs> that's what we're gonna call. It. They've taken all the gray area out of those races. So because they they've gotten pretty creative on some fan things. I I will be honest with you. It is incredible. Uh, post I've post race watching guys, and and even like qualifying during qualifying, the fans that you hear running, um, and some of the things that they're doing to try to get their cars back legal <laughs> to go through inspection. I'm like. You know, I feel bad. Like I feel like I should be doing something <laughs> to get my car back, but we're we're legal, so I don't. I mean, I don't want to admit guilt by trying to, or, you know, right. you know, act like I'm guilty because I'm not. But yeah, it's pretty it crazy to watch. It, it I've actually seen a car spin out on the apron post race trying to get back to where they could get legal. <laughs> I mean, that's that's incredible. <laughs> Anyways, that's I did not jump to start. No, no, you I did started not. on the front row. And won did your not heat race. did not jump to start and and won the heat race. So I was pretty pumped on that oh. and got passed and passed the guy back. So that was pretty cool. I will talk about this week's heat race. Yes, the feature. Well, yeah, give or take. But <laughs> I mean, it it was really as bad as Dale talked about his car after the weekend. It it kind of right there is a perfect example. They would come in the pits like they came in what fourth the first pit stop, went out like sixth, kind of rode there. Came in the next pit stop, lost a couple, and it was like wherever you came out, wherever you came yeah. out, you rode, a and y it's it's amazing that somewhere like that, there's nowhere to go. You can't move around. I mean, people were moving around. Cole did a great job moving around, but it just it is what it is. Yeah, still still really hard. I mean, in our race, you know, the track changed tremendously from the start of the heat race to the to the checkered flag, and you know, we we tried to adjust on it, but. You know, our race was so unique because we had a 40-lap heat race. Obviously, cars were really good. We won the race. 
started the main race, lost in track position, pitted our first time, and never came back down pit road. Yeah. Which is so crazy. I mean, our race was only 120 laps. I was going to say, you ran less laps in your race than we did in truck race. Yeah, I only ran 160 laps in the Xfinity Series <laughs> race. You guys ran 200. <laughs> like, that's crazy to me. But still, you know, yeah. one pit stop. We made a uh, we made a little bit of an adjustment after the heat race. Probably went the wrong, not the wrong way. We we went, we made the wrong adjustment. Yeah. Right. We 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 went in an area that we'd already gone, and it was just it just made some adverse effects on the car that weren't good. And in the race, only having one pit stop, you know, we we tried another adjustment, and it just unfortunately we just were never where we needed to be at to to compete. Now, obviously, our teammate Alex Bowman, they did a great job. They didn't feel like they were very good in the heat race. Made an adjustment for the feature, rocketed the front, ended up yeah. taking the lead at one point, finished third. They did pit for for four tires at the end of the race. Um, that was really confusing too because yeah. they were trying to decide on the radio what they were going to do if they were coming down if they weren't, and then it was going to be a two tire stop. They were going to take right sides, and then they weren't going to take adjustments. And then I see four tires get put on the car as I'm like sitting on the hill in the back, and I'm just. I just kind of watched because nobody ever said, <laughs> we're going to take four tires. It's just, they just put them on. And well, I think that the part that's crazy is so, obviously, at JRM, we, we communicate between teams. So, mm -hmm. we knew that the 88 and the 1 were coming. So, for us, we're running fourth at the time. It's like, okay, we know who in front of us is coming. We know the 20 is not. So, we're going to be in the front row. Now, granted, we're on old tires and... This could go one of two ways. <laughs> but depending <laughs> on how many people behind us stay out, you know, it, it's right. how it's going to work. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, unfortunately, on the start, the 20 got a great start. The 6 actually was awesome for him because the 6 got behind the 20 and started pushing him. And that's great. Unfortunately, the 22 hit me behind me. And we actually, the I think the 1 was actually pushing the 22. And when we, when we touched... We actually hit so hard that it spun my rear tires. Ah. So I was already going and then spun the rear tires. So we lost some time and ended up, uh, you know, losing some spots out of it. But still, all in all, I mean, you know, we, we – we at Junior Motorsports, I feel like as a whole, to have three cars inside the top six to finish third, fourth, and sixth, I mean, we definitely come a long way. Cole doing a great job, yep. getting a great finish. Nick did a great job. Yeah. I mean, we, we haven't talked about Nick, but, you know, Nick Drake drove the 49 truck, did yep. a great job all weekend. You know, that's his first go at something like that. So, yeah. you know, to go there and to have a good weekend was a And I feel like he ran top 12 all day. And mm -hmm. uh, I asked him yesterday, came by the shop, and he's like, man, I just I couldn't hustle it at the end of the race. He's like, they really get after it that last run. And he said, I just wasn't good enough. The truck wasn't good enough there to hustle it as hard as I needed to hustle it. And I think that's a learning experience for yeah. him, you know, knowing, okay, I'm out here running most of the race at 80, 90% that last run of the race. You're 110%. Probably I mean over, over, <laughs> uh, over oh effort. Man, now yeah. my truck handles completely different. Right. So he, uh, he was really excited. And I feel like his finish didn't show what he ran all day. Well, I mean, you know, he, he definitely, like you say, he had a learning curve that was straight up. Like we talk about our sport and, and how much fun it is and all the details that go into it. But, you know, until you get out there and you do it every week and, you yeah. and you're with those guys and you don't know who you're racing against. You know, that's the other part of it is, like, he's not out there with those guys every week racing against those guys every week. He doesn't know their tendencies or, yeah. what you know, who you can race with, who you can't race this with. This guy's going to always run me up the track. This right. guy's always going to chop my nose. Right. And, so. and, and it's he's uh, he's actually going to run Iowa 
we're going to test their Memorial Day. Sweet. Yeah. So right after the, the old Coca Cola Six Hundred. Coca Cola Six Hundred. Hopefully, we when we leave town, we fly over the track. Yeah. So that'd be really cool. <laughs> it's always cool that like, if you've never been to Charlotte to the Speedway. I mean, people. It it is. I don't even know how you explain it. It is awesome, like to see the fans all lined up and. And Monday there will still be a, a lot of people there. There, there will be a lot of people. <laughs> the I mean, over. well, the problem is, is that the race gets over pretty late on Sunday night, yeah. right? And I feel like not everybody makes it to the race, right? They don't make it through the race, <laughs> <laughs> but those that do, they need a little bit on Monday morning to kind of get caught up with yeah. life and yeah, hydrate, hydrate, yeah, hydrate. Megan yeah. and I are gonna be NAS fans this weekend. Oh, yeah. really? We're gonna go to the truck race. I like it. Yeah. We're going to come hang out with you guys. Sit in the grandstand or coming in the pits? I think we're going to come in the pits. <laughs> and walk around. And you won't be able to drink Dale's Pale Ale in there. No, but I don't drink beer to begin with, so. Oh. Get some Aquafina water or something. Oh, okay. Fair we'll enough. probably steal it out of your cooler, though, so Fair make enough. sure make sure Ken holler drivers restock. Kendall. <laughs> I will notify Kendall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this week we uh tour stop number two, right? Yeah. Three. This is number three. It yeah, is number three. three. Yeah. Yep. Pocono is number four. That's right. And then uh, potential Iowa is number five. Ooh. Breaking, yeah, news breaking news on Jeremy up front. You heard it here first, folks. I will say. It's in the works. I mean, the tour stop is awesome because yep. so post race, post Xfinity race, it's going to be up at Whiskey River at the racetrack, not the one downtown. No. The Whiskey <laughs> River at the racetrack. Until 8 p.m., there's like, you know, full out food and drinks and I think there's, there's some even live prizes music. To win. Prizes to win. There's going to be Corn some hole. autographed merchandise there that they're going to give away. And uh, Dale's Pale Ale will be there. Oscar Blues guys are going to be there. Good See? times. Those um, those people right there. Those get to know them well. They will have a good time. They're they're some fun people. And uh, I know as soon as my duties are done with Mr. Cole Custer that weekend. I will be, be headed that way. Headed to Whiskey River. It's gonna be a good time. Also, that week, fan day. Fan day. You know, uh, it's funny. I'm I'm getting more and more excited about this because, <laughs> like, I, I drive by here all the time, right? Yep. And and being here for the first year, there's a lot of new things that you you just you jump right into, right? And you're you're part of now. And fan day is one of those things that you know it's kind of. I've I've been here like around Fan Day, but I've never been here on Fan Day. Yeah. But I've driven by here and it is spectacular. The so turnout I'm, I'm is excited. Unreal. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm really. This I'm is really my first Fan Day, so huh? I'm excited. Got some rookies. Yeah. I will uh, I will get some rookie stripes from the truck shop. Perfect. Place them on you. Perfect. Perfect. I'm in. Perfect. It is. It, it's definitely amazing to see the people that turn out. And I mean, we're a week and a couple days away from it. And there's already, like, I walked outside our shop at lunch. There's, like, five people in the shop, the parking lot up there, taking pictures of our hauler, taking pictures. There's some uh, show car haulers at the building next door there. I mean, they're already coming into town. The visitor parking lot here at Junior Motorsports, it was packed when Megan and I came back from lunch. (laughs) Like, packed when we came back. Well, that's always a good thing. So, I mean, you know, fans are what drive our sport. And and obviously – um, you know, to 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 have the fans come here. Now, granted, we you know not everybody can get to Charlotte, right? It's just right. nuts and bolts of it. Not everybody can get here, but the fans that do come here and 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 participate and and hang out is pretty awesome. I mean, I I think all of us are 
are always pumped to have them come here and be part of it. So if you are in town for Charlotte for the for the Memorial Day weekend race, Thursday, May 26th, Friday, May 27th, right here at Junior Motorsports headquarters. Um, you know, it's going to be basically all out. We're going to have a ton of partner displays, uh, giveaways to go along with two autograph sessions on Friday. Uh, so if you, you know, if you, if you haven't already gotten your, your passes for the autograph sessions, you know, it, you probably, <laughs> you, you, you may not get one. <laughs> But, but at the same they time, they are giving some away. There that are going to be some right? that day. Sure. Yeah. Some of our partners will have them at their displays. Yep. And so don't just not come by because you're not going to get an autograph. Well, here's yep. the thing: there are going to be drivers here, but there's so much other stuff to do that you still have. I mean, you still might as well come. And the other part of it is, is that there are still going to be drivers here. So chances of seeing those drivers floating around, you might still yep. be able to get some autographs. So For sure. might I don't. I don't want anybody to not come because they don't think they'll get something. Oh and yeah. and there is a speed breeding contest that <laughs> I am very excited about. Have we confirmed Martin or not? I haven't confirmed Martin. Oh. Let me tell. I'll text Kristen right now and see if I can uh. get confirmation right now. I uh. feel like I, I feel like I'm stacking my team, but I, I need it. I mean, I feel like you and Hondo. That's a really good start. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good I mean start right there. Um. Let's see, Martin Pizza Eating Contest, question mark. Um, the other thing we have is uh, the Dale Jr. Foundation will also be in full force. Earnhardt Outdoors with special areas featuring interactive bow hunting, trapping, and waterfowl displays. Carrie and Renee are here uh, every fan day, and they have an Earnhardt Outdoors show that they do, and yep. they have some amazing outdoor stuff that they bring by. Yeah, I'm excited to see all of that. I mean, as a hunter myself, like – Great. I mean, the, the, the what they do for the um, just that industry, yeah. You know, and and conservation, and just you know, doing things well. You know, they yeah. they they're out there publicizing, uh, you know, just basically the whole industry and and how to how to do it right and how to how to be safe and to do all the things that that need to go along with 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 hunting and fishing and. Just that outdoors, outdoors lifestyle, yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it's. And I'll tell you right now, you'll not find a nicer pe nicer group of people. Oh, Carrie absolutely. And Renee. Not. I me I remember one of the first times I met them. We were uh, we're at a family function somewhere. We met them. Well, like two weeks later, Meredith and I were at um, the Biltmore Estate, and uh, walking through the winery there, and I this guy grabs a hold of me and gives me a hug. I'm like, what? What who is it? <laughs> it's Carrie. Only the second time I've ever <laughs> seen him, he's like, "Man, how are you? Wha where's Meredith? Where's Meredith?" You know, goes and grabs Meredith. Just some good people. Uh, and always, always enjoy spending time with them. So uh, when you're here, definitely stop by, see Carrie and Renee, and the whole Earnhardt Outdoors uh, extravaganza they'll have. Hey, and I go. think Earnhardt Outdoors is going to be uh, their podcast is going to record too on Friday awesome. as well. Perfect. So we're gonna have a couple of podcasts in here recording throughout the day and. Um, the, okay, Kristen texted back and she said he has to, Joe already signed him up for it. Perfect. Winning. So. You're good. There you go. The JRM employee pizza eating contest team. People. Jonathan Davis, Hondo, and Martin. Mm. Yeah. Do you Better bring your Do you even know Hondo's real name? Anthony. What? Alonzo. Oh. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> I like it. I am very impressed. <laughs> so, on top of Earnhardt Outdoors, if you're coming displays are going to be here nationwide insurance uh brant professional agriculture my sponsor one main 
uh, along with Pepsi's Virtual Reality Zone. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I've, I've started to get into this whole virtual reality thing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm, you might find me checking <laughs> it out. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Armor, uh, Valvoline, Advanced Auto Parts, Spy, and Series Sponsor Xfinity, which will be really cool. Yep. Uh, Time Warner Cable is also going to be on hand, as well as Quicken Loans and Wilmington Grills. So Wilmington Grills, that's what we have on the truck. Matt, Matt uses it. I'm yeah. telling you right now, nice grill. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do a little reconnaissance yeah. work. <laughs> I uh, feel like I might need to also. Yeah. I, I love to grill out and uh, cook out, and I, I might need to stop by and talk to my people there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing is autograph sessions. So from 10 to 11 on Friday, team owner Dale Hart Jr., which always draws a crowd. I mean, no matter what he does, he draws a crowd. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Kevin Harvick, myself, and late model drivers Josh Berry and Kristen Christian X. Ekis. I keep We did this last week, yeah. too. I know, I know. Okay. Remember and just Christian. Christian, yeah. And then the second session from 1 to 2 is going to have Chase Elliott, Elliott Sadler, Regan Smith, Alex Bowman, Cole Custer, and Kenny Habul. So two great autograph sessions. Yep. There. Kenny Habul was added on Friday, so that's a new one. I was so going to say, I didn't, he, we haven't read him yet, yeah. so yep, that's going to be awesome. He was confirmed on Friday, so that's uh, something that if you have a ticket to uh, autograph session number 2, you get to get a Autograph from Kenny Hubble himself. Sun Energy One. Sun, Sun Energy One. Yeah, great new partner for us yeah. this year at, at at Junior Motorsports, and as well as with Chase Elliott on the Cup side. I know they've yep. got some yes. some paint schemes for for Sun Energy. Always on, a uh, bright. Light. Oh yeah, like you can't th miss the it. thing that I love though is so nine times out of ten he's got those orange wheels. That's the orange yeah. chrome wheels. I mean, nobody else has them, nope. and he rocks them yep. like nobody's business. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it is a good color. I w I will say. It's almost like that chrome illusion paint. Yes. Because when you look yeah. at it, it's like orangish, but it's purple, blue. I, I don't really know. <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it reflects all the different colors it of is. the rainbow. You definitely cannot miss it on no. track. So that is true. The other thing about opening up and, yeah. and being around K1 speed. I mean, every time we drive to the airport, I see the building, yeah. and it's coming. I mean, it's it's getting there. There, we're gonna have a K1 speed open before long, and I think all of us here at Junior Motorsports are. Really Super pumped up. I feel like though, I don't know that they're ready for us. Oh no. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know <laughs> that they're ready for us. I really <laughs> don't. But but you know the cool thing is is that they're only you know a couple of miles from the racetrack, twenty twenty miles roughly miles. twenty minutes from here from the shop. Um, I mean it, unfortunately if you're coming for race weekend it's not quite ready to be opened yet, but you know give or take four four or five weeks or so they're going to be open, and and I think. Uh, from our area, you know, we we already have some some great karting venues. This this is going to definitely add to what we already have here in the area. And being that close to racetrack, it's going to be a great destination for yeah. for um for the fans for the fans, everybody that's involved. Yeah, absolutely. Right there by the airport. Yeah, right by the airport. So if we ever have a late flight, we mm. can go to K one speed and then Oof. you know go to the delays just got a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the flight's a little delayed. We'll be back. I know. Uh, we'll be back. I, I know that there was uh, one plane this weekend that was waiting on a guy, and I feel like I'd be like, "Oh, he's gonna be here in 20 minutes. I'll be right back." Yeah. Please hold. So Our yeah. plane was a tad delayed on race day. Just was it? Just a smidge. For weather or for people? People. There was like one guy. Well, one see pit crew he guy. Here's the problem, and this is what I don't understand. Okay, so let's say we have an 8 a.m. 8 a.m. flyout, right? So they really want you there at seven. Yeah. Because that's when. That's when check-in starts with yep. boarding and all that. Okay. 
So as racers, we're not the most timely people, <laughs> right? No, some of us are. Some especially are. Some are. Some are. Some are. Some are not. But most of us plan our day to the last minute, right? So my wife loves getting up early. Not getting up early, but she likes being at the airplane early. Yeah. Like if if. Yep. We fly out at eight. She wants to leave our house at six, and it's yep. only about twenty minutes there. So, <laughs> like, we are always on time. But there are other people that if it says eight o'clock, seven fifty nine work. They're rolling in. And uh, hey, I was here at eight. Yeah, and and that's <laughs> not how it always goes. So it doesn't surprise me that we see. Work. I learned early when I first started on the road. My boss was Jimmy Finnick, and if he told you we were leaving the hotel at seven, that really meant we were leaving the hotel at six forty. Yeah. And you would get left. Yeah. So not bashful to leave you. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. Yep, that's what I was told. Two years ago when we we drove mostly everywhere, unless it was just a very long (laughs) drive. Um, Unless it was California. Unless it was California or Texas or something. Then we drove to Texas and (laughs) flew from there. Yeah, we we would leave and, you know, they would always say, all right, we're meeting at 730. And I'm like, okay, so I'd get there 725, like whatever. And they were ticked, oh and yeah. I didn't understand. I was like, "Guys, you you said seven thirty, and they're like, "No, no, no, you you need you're late at seven thirty. Like yeah. you need to be here at seven fifteen. And I'm yeah. like, "Well, then you should tell me seven <laughs> fifteen, and then I'd understand it." Yeah, I learned that early on because when I graduated high school, I went right on the road, and that was, I I had two great bosses. The first two I worked for were Jimmy Finning for four and a half years, and then Jimmy Maycon, and they instilled a lot of that good stuff in me. So I've. I, I must say thank you to them, and I always, when I see them, I do thank them for those, those little tidbits because they go a long way. Yeah, <laughs> it is fun rousing new guys though <sighs> that don't know the deal. We have one at the truck shop. Right do now. you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I've I've been in the van when people have been left. So. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe he should do that. I mean, one of the planes left three people. Vegas this year. Oh. Yeah, but that wasn't the <laughs> that people's wasn't the fault. people's fault. No, that was that was not. traffic's fault. No, well, that no, no, it, it was the pilots. Even the traffic's it's fault. It was well, the pilots. Yeah, and the because plane. we've waited many a times for yeah. other people, but yeah. the pilots were getting ready to go out of their hours. That's what the problem was. Yeah, and so That's they had yeah. to take off by a certain time, and the race kind of got pushed, and it just it was the work. worst case scenario. Didn't work well for Boswell. <laughs> <laughs> I asked no. him if he wanted to come in and talk about it, and he just looked at me and yeah. walked it away. I figured that one was good to leave alone. Yeah. If you're going to get left, though, Vegas, what Vegas better is better place to left. So, yeah, yeah. get left. And Where'd they were on a plane at midnight. So Where'd you get left? Mid-Ohio. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. What did you do? Nothing. Hey, I will <laughs> tell you this, though. So there is a contingent, uh, uh, an Amish community, right outside the racetrack at, at Mid-Ohio. And so Lonnie Klaus, the MRO chaplain, yeah. and some of the guys – always ride bikes at Mid-Ohio because the scenery is beautiful. Mm. So go ride, and, you know, they'll go out and ride 40, 50, 60 miles on their, on their bicycle. They've met a an Amish family that, that they've kind of become friends with, and it's awesome, like awesome. So the only thing that's ever happened was they did take a picture with them. The kids agreed to a picture. They just didn't know that the picture was going to be of them. So it kind of was like, ah, that didn't – that wasn't – yeah, let's – yeah, that never happens. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't do that again. But uh, you know the, the the family is really cool, and so they every time they go there, like I think last year they they milked their cows and like hung out, like literally That's lived. Awesome. I think lived Bla- I think Blake like. went out there yeah, last Blake was year. There, yeah. yeah, Blake went out there last year because he left the track, and I was like, all right, you need to be here at this time tomorrow. And he's like, all right, I'm I'm 
going with Lonnie. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And he's like, we're going with an Amish family. And I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I so want to go. Like, yeah. I love that. No, yeah. it's cool. And, and, you know, the community, in, uh, we don't always get to see the community when we go to race yeah. tracks. And yeah. And so that one was just a unique uh, happening because they had a fruit a fruit stand. And they stopped the fruit stand to buy something. Obviously, they don't take credit card. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> they they kind of you know they they were asking some questions and doing some things and and uh, it was just it it just happened to work out really well that they they ended up uh, hanging out with that family and yeah. so they go back every year so I might have to take my bicycle and when we go to Middle House so that may be the only place that you could get by with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. How about how about uh, this weekend? Daring assumptions. Well. Let's let's first let's preview this week. So you've got the NASCAR Came and Go Truck Series race on Friday night. The All Star Showdown, I think is what it's called now, right? Sprint Showdown is Friday night. And before showdown. the truck race. Yes. And then the All Star race is Saturday. And then two va- two fan or two voted drivers from the fans are gonna get in. So if you haven't already voted for a driver, like I have no dog in this fight, so you know, I'm 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 oh, I'm, I'm impartial. Have to go for Chase. But but Chase would be a great one. Um you know there there's there's so many guys that you could vote yeah. in that that were uh, and gals, yeah. I was just <laughs> saying, and gals. And um, I did notice today though that D burrito was <laughs> hashtagging, uh, or was trending and hashtag. D burrito. Yeah. So Matt De Benedetto has got D burrito, and he has the Reddit community behind him. That's and they're awesome. All, they're all. And he's gonna voting. change the name on his door or something. He, no, he's gonna he run if it. he gets voted in. He's gonna run an entire Reddit paint scheme. Got it. Commemorating like the whole deal. That's so that's awesome. that was pretty cool. Not for the race. Not for the all star not for the, the, the all star race. Yeah, it'd be too hard to it, wrap. Yeah, it. you couldn't get it done. But yeah. somewhere later in the year they're gonna run a, a That'd race. Be awesome. So I mean yeah. there's a lot of like <sighs> incentive. Yeah. And, and not just for him, but there's a lot of other drivers that are putting incentive out there that if they get in they'll do something. So right. yeah. you know, definitely do your homework. There's not much time hey, left to vote. So I said if I win the pizza eating contest, I will donate my winning to the first person I see in a Justin Allgaier t-shirt. There I you go. That's right. It's $200. $200. You can get a lot in here for $200. Yeah. Okay, now we can go to Daring Assumptions. Okay. <laughs> so who is your choice to win? Now, now we have to take – so for the fans that have never listened to the show before, we are not allowed to pick ourselves or any other junior motorsports driver. So – Yeah, so I'm not going against my my own my own car when I right. don't pick your it. Your own truck. <laughs> my own truck. Yeah. When I don't pick it. I'm I want to have to say Suarez. I think he's in the 51 this week again. I don't know. Kyle's running. 18. 18. He's running the 18. He only oh. runs 18 this. Oh, okay. Did not know that. Ah. Uh, okay, so Suarez. That's a good choice. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with. Dang it! I I'm, I keep struggling with this one. I feel like William Byron is no longer a daring assumption because he won the last mile and a half, but. I'm gonna go with William Byron. I mean the 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 KBM team's been really good. William's done a great job. He's coming into his own. I I didn't realize his background of racing, it's like very short. it's short. Like short. I racing to Legends cars for a year, to Super Late Models for a year, to K and N East for a year, to trucks. Jeez. Like that is the accelerated path to our sport. And yeah. I, I mean I remember when he drove the late model for us. Yeah. Like it was struggling with shifting. Yeah. Like because he'd never driven a stick. Right. It's know, crazy. Like stuff like but he has definitely come into his own and it very very well-mannered and very respectable kid. Oh, great too, family. Great. Like family. if you've never met William, he is completely 
not what you expect would expect. I mean, he's so nice and and yeah. just awesome. He's still in high school, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. If I yeah. I recall. Wait. I think he, I think he graduates. Right? I was going to say he's got to. Yeah. Because he's got to be 18. Well, speaking yeah. of 18, did you watch the Formula One race this weekend? Yeah. No. You did not. Max Verstappen. Youngest ever. Youngest ever. Gets the Jeez. gets his ride. Uh, this So he, he switched teams. He went mm. from the Toro Rosso team to the Red Bull team. Uh, kind of got brought up. And very first race, right, with this new team. Obviously, he's been doing really well. But very first race, goes out. Boom, wins a race. Now, granted, uh, the Mercedes wrecked each other in turn three. There's a lot of things that, that they did very well. Like, they, they managed the race very well. But did he get to go home with the trophy? He did. That's it. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> and it was awesome. Matter. So, like, 18 years, six months, or seven months. That's awesome. So, that's really cool. Do they have the same ruling there? Got to be 18? Well, it that's it's been a, a big uh, that's been a big deal. Because last year he was 17. He started racing. Then they made a rule and actually like uh, kicked him out of the car. Uh, and then he had he got to come back this year. So that it happened with uh, Kyle Busch. Didn't yeah, Kyle it? Busch. Yeah, Kyle was the I first guy. He was 16. And he was at Fontana, wasn't it? Uh, it was it, yeah, yeah. He was like fastest in practice, and they're like, uh, you know what? Sorry, he can't race. He can't race. Sorry. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Little history for you in the yeah. Kimberly what about the All Star race? <laughs> daring assumptions there. Daring assumptions. I feel like that's not really daring because all of the guys in the All Star race could win. At any point, it's going to be interesting though because the, the I don't rules know. package. Yeah. So the rules package is going to throw everybody for a loop. Can I put? Can I pick Dale? Yeah, you can pick Dale. I think, I think he has done a really good job on the the low low downforce package stuff, and he has been absolutely stoked about it. Yeah. You know, I I forget what race it was. I I haven't seen him that talkative after a race in an interview, and he was like, man, if you don't like that racing right there, you don't like racing at all. Wasn't that Atlanta? I think it was. Yes, it was. He got out of the car, and he was excited. I mean, he was like, he was excited. Yeah, totally stoked about it. What about, um, is Tony in? Is Stewart in? The All-Star race? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I feel like that's somebody that could race his way out, though. Like, knowing Tony's driving style, and how he likes to slide around, and he doesn't necessarily like to slide around, but when everybody is sliding around, he's usually the guy that can, that can, you know, because has he ever won the All Star race? Cause he, yep, nope, he's in. He's in yeah. the All Star race. Because past winners are automatically in. Because I think yep. Newman Newman's got a ticket in because he's a past winner. So the ones that are already qualified for the All Star race are Jamie McMurray, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, Casey Kane, Denny Hamlin, Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards, Matt Kenseth, Joey Logano, Ryan Newman, Kurt Busch, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, Truex, and Earnhardt. Another one would be Kurt Busch. Kurt mm. likes to slip and slide around. You know when it's when it's and Harvick. I mean. The the whole Stuart Haas yeah. camp. I mean, they're just good whenever it comes to slick racetracks. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw another daring assumption at you because I forgot about this one. So this is a big one. Um, Indy 500 qualifying is on Saturday. Yep. Who do you think is gonna get the pole for the Indy 500? I'm gonna have to go with a. It's gotta be a Ganassi or a um, Penske car. You obviously have not been paying attention to Indy. <laughs> I have it this week. The only one and I do pay attention to is my main Brian Clawson. Yeah, he's going to be in the race. Yep. Andretti Autosport, though, that was one, two, three, four, and 6 on opening day practice. That's pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive. Here's that what I'm going to go with, though. changes so much. Though. Simon Paginot. Okay. He won the, the Grand Prix, the Indy Grand Prix. Yep. Yep. Obviously, being in a Penske car, they've been on it. Um, Whenever it comes to Indy, you can't go wrong with Penske. No. 
Penske or Ganassi. Or really, I mean, you look at it, though, the races have always come down to the end, and yes. the Andretti cars are always there. I mean, Marco had the heartbreak a few years ago. Yeah. Ryan Hunter won it last year. I mean, every year they're right there. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting for sure. It's going to be good, though. I don't I don't know if many people have been there. I don't know if you've ever been there and I watched have. an IndyCar. It is unbelievable. Well, the I, only I problem is is that when you're watching practice or qualifying, depending on where you sit, right? So, like we always sat in turn two. I right sat in turn one. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I sat in turn one, too. And you you see them coming from a long ways off, right, from turn four. And uh, so they're coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. And you're like, you know, it looks like a baby ant at the other end of the street, right? <laughs> and then as it gets to you, it's literally here and gone as quick as you can, like, turn your head. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. And then you wait, like, a minute and a half. For them to <laughs> well, that's what I – I mean, I'd been there how many times for the Brickyard race? And the cup car haul tail there, too. Yeah. But – and you don't think 30 miles an hour is a big difference. No, it's more than that now. Is it? Yeah, it's like, uh, I think the end of the straightaway, they're like 240-something now. Okay, so 40. Cause yeah. I thought they were like 205, 210 cup cars this past year, last year. Well, two years ago they were, yeah. Okay. So last year, yeah, they, last year they were the slowest. And I mean, 30, 40 miles an hour, you don't think that's much. But when he makes that left-hand corner and a cup car is slowing down and he's still gassing it up, it is unbelievable, so... I've only been to Indy twice, and the first year we went there, uh, that I went there, 2014, that's when the uh, United Sports Car Series was there, too, and they had the Continental Tire Series was there, oh yeah. and all their... They had uh, the road race, they like, had the yeah. road day race before. And, on Friday, um, yeah. If on Friday, and so that was really cool, because that's... I come from the sports car background, <laughs> and so that was like, I got to see all my peeps, and <laughs> see you get my sports car fix for that day. I actually love Indy. You know, I, I miss... I want to call it IRP because that's the best way to put it, but I miss IRP in the worst way. Like I still wish the truck race and the Xfinity race were over there. I do too. I'm just a, I'm just that's me. But it is a great market and a great area for NASCAR for I- auto auto racing in general. I mean, the Indy 500 is just incredible. Um, but I want to go again. Like I would love to go to the Indy 500 again, especially like this year where it's the hundredth. Like I I've tried to figure out ways to make that happen. I'm not sure that that's ever going to happen. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like it'd be cool to get done with our race, jump on a plane, fly to Indy, you know, be there for the f- for the 500, let's, let's fly back, it. go for the let's 600. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll <laughs> rent a plane. Let's do it. I know a guy not. that's got a plane. Yeah. <laughs> y- y- all this is great. If you're listening, Dale. <laughs> it, all this is great unless we have uh, – the only problem is we need a sponsor. Well, if you're good thing we have Cessna on board this year. Cessna, there you have Cessna. it. Cessna. I need to find out there if they have it. it. Uh, somebody's got to be going. Se- Roger's got to go. Yeah, but he's going to already be there. You don't? Th- I thought he usually comes for Saturday. Well, I don't know. There's don't know. your in right there. Yeah. Just remember the little people in your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh good times. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's going to be an interesting weekend. It uh, it is Memorial be. Day weekend, so I mean that in itself is it's a big racing weekend. It's a big it's racing. It weekend. is a big racing weekend. Eleven hundred miles of racing on Sunday. It's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that a, a lot. lot. It's exhausting. Exhausting. That brings me to Exalta. <laughs> exhausting. Exalta. Yeah. Exalta. Yeah. Exalta Racing has reached and surpassed twenty thousand followers on Twitter. That means step one of their 
hashtag follow us to Pocono contest is complete. Now for step two. Go to www.poconoraceway.com backslash exalta giveaway and fill out the form to officially enter for your chance to win $88,000 if Dale Jr. wins the at, I'm sorry, hashtag exalta 400 at Pocono Raceway on June 5th. That's our three weeks away. Fourth tour stop too in Pocono. So there's a we've talked about it every week. We've talked about I it. I hope fans have been listening. There are prizes and giveaways and for the and campsite. And we have hinted to how you may influence a <laughs> judge. Yes. We have a judge right here. I'm just saying, <laughs> there's some money to be won. <laughs> I'll just keep clearing my throat. I don't want to say my name, but. <laughs> are you okay over just there? Justin yeah. Algar. Just yeah. Judge <laughs> Justin Algar. Campers need to remember their brand products when That's they come. That's right. This is true. This is very yeah. true. All right. Well, next two weeks. Obviously, we've talked about it a lot, but here, NASCAR Camping World, NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race, uh, North Carolina Education Lottery 200, May 20th, 8.30 on Fox Sports 1. We'll obviously have number double zero Cole Cluster in the house. That's the right. house automation Chevy. So, looking forward to that. Good luck to you guys. Yes, thank you, thank you. And then uh, NASCAR Sprint Cup Series, Sprint All-Star Race, May 21st, 9 p.m. I feel like this race keeps getting later and later. Yeah. I want to say, but see, <laughs> I don't think there's as much pre-race stuff. That's like true. before we used to do the open before the race, right? right? Now that's Friday night before right. the truck race. Here's what I know. I'm going to have the grill on, the TV on. We're going to be ready to go for supporting, the offer. Supporting the double zero and the number 88? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about for Saturday night. Now okay. I'm, I'm trying to debate on whether or not I want to try to come out Friday night. The only challenge is the weather. I know. Yeah. I'm really sad. I, was I, I had a whole motorcycle lined up. I was going to cruise. Do you not own a motorcycle? No. <laughs> oh, you I, have a, I have a wife and two kids. <laughs> Do they keep you from owning a motorcycle? or? Uh, it's probably just better. Better. Well, uh, I was told no. Yeah. So you know what? The I only way I can get a motorcycle, this I is honest to God's truth, the only way I can get one is if I win it or somebody gives it to me. I mean, I can give it to you. You just got to pay me. <laughs> well, no, no, that's the problem. <laughs> that's my wife doesn't want it. my money or our money I would, going um, to... You know what? I got rid of mine. I had one. I had a Harley. Had it for a couple years. I don't. I'm not worried about myself. It's, it's everybody else. Yeah, yeah, it's everybody else. You know, several times people pulled out in front of you, and they just don't see you. And there's so much new technology. Everybody's on their phones, tweeting, texting, driving, yeah. talking. Kids in the back seat, screaming, yelling, whatever. There's so much going on that it. I'm guilty of it. I did see a helmet the other day though. That was pretty awesome. It had, I don't, and I don't know if it's even out to the public yet or whatever. The but heads up. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a video camera at the back, and it shows it in your, in your screen. So if somebody's closing, it alerts you and all kinds oh of stuff. Oh wow! So I mean, I feel like there's that's some cool. really impressive technology for helmets yeah. now. So I, I'm, I'm kind of split. So I would either do a Harley, but I don't fit real well on most Harleys because I'm not the tallest <laughs> of people in the world. So I would like to be able to put my feet on the ground. But the other thing is, I've got a buddy that. Uh, he has a company called Composmo. I, I think that's how you say it. Composmo. It's on like Instagram and Twitter, and and so we met up actually at Bristol. Like I followed his page, but then he was at the Bristol race, tagged me in a photo, and so we got to talking. And he builds these uh, they're, they're little Groms. They're 125 cc. Uh, they look like a street bike, but they're they're 
they're a step up from a moped. They're not a moped, right? Because they're still they're they're a lot faster. Oh yeah. But they're not like a full size bike. And he builds like stretch kits and all the customization. Mm. And so I really want one of those because it like I look. I actually look big on one of those. It's, <laughs> I was just it's amazing. Say, it's a bike for a smaller. Yeah, but they're they're super fast, and his yeah. has even got like, he's got crazy billet trick. Uh, they put like an aftermarket, uh, almost like a data telemetry box on them, and they can map the fuel system and do all that. And then they like it. It's gone a long way. Yeah. They can they can hop you know hop them up to like two hundred cc's. <laughs> They'll get after it. So that's and, and they weigh like four hundred pounds. No, they weigh like one hundred and fifty pounds. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> so <laughs> good times. Careful. That so would be perfect. You on like a stretched out. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll show a picture to you, uh, off no. air here that the fans <laughs> can't see, but I feel like I would look pretty good on this thing. So if you're listening out there, I feel like you need to tweet my wife, tell her that I need a motorcycle. There you go, Ashley Allgaier, everyone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna love you after this. <laughs> I don't understand why Twitter just blew up. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> telling me that you should get a motorcycle. I don't know what. I don't know why they would say that, honey. I think they should. I think they listen to the fans. What the fans <laughs> want. The fans give have them spoken. Give them, them what they want. This yeah. is what the fans want. Oh yeah. I'm excited for a weekend home, not traveling. We we do that a lot on the front. <laughs> <laughs> How many times well, have you raced? Again? That was it, this was number five, right? Or number four. Four. So when we when <laughs> I did the uh, when I did the radio five, broadcast, that was five. That was five. When I did the radio broadcast, that they they said that this is race number four or five on the schedule, and I I did a double take. And I was like, <laughs> the cup cars are, are almost kidding? halfway through their season. Yeah, we're the cup like Xfinity. I think is on race ten or twelve yeah. or. Where I think we're this uh, next week is going to be eleven. Yeah. So I, I mean <laughs> that's just crazy. We're on five. <laughs> oh. I just showed Jonathan the picture of the motorcycle that I want. Jeez. Not going to lie. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that would be right up my alley, wouldn't it? That. So now you can tweet Meredith Davis. That <laughs> 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 Jonathan Davis <laughs> well, can get one as well. <coughs> that Aunt Murmur. <laughs> hey, real quick, does, does she know about the drone yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Jonathan, She's we talked about buying a drone last week on the on the air, and Jonathan went ahead and pulled the trigger and bought one this week. He might need to come live in my house. <laughs> for a few days, but she's on board. She's on she wasn't really excited, but I'm, s- I'm <laughs> selling her on it. Uh, the the sales pitch must be really really deep. <sighs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, made dinner every night this week. Uh, he's oh man. He got a drone, and that's what he wants. He did want a drone, so he got oh it. Man. He got what he wanted. So I if did. you're also if you're out at Fan Day, you may just see Jonathan Davis in his I'll drone. Be, I, I'll be on the roof. Flying <laughs> high above, <laughs> taking pictures for our wonderful uh, media department. There you go. We appreciate I that. I dig it. Upstairs. Really appreciate that. Well, folks, I believe that's another episode of JRR Motorsports up front. It is. Brought if you guys want to hear anything, as we say it every week, if you want to hear something special, tweet us. Yeah, tweet us JRM up front, hashtag JRM up front, or tweet at J underscore Allgaier or at John Davis Inc. or at Kelsey Tuck. So that's right, folks. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to hear seeing you next week. You've been listening to Junior Motorsports Upfront, brought to you by K1 Speed. To find a K1 Speed karting facility near you, go to K1Speed.com. Thanks for
for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.